Backchat Studios is a part of the ACAST Creator Network. Head to backchatpodcast.com.au to sign up as a patron and access all of our merch. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, the second last basketball show of the year is upon us. Second last? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. we agreed on that. Uh, ben Malas to the right of me. How are you, Ben? I'm good. Good. We survived the Backchat Christmas party. We did, yes. Huge, huge afternoon last Saturday. Um, what a treat. Invited everyone. Uh, you came along. Kerry, our producer, came along. No, Greg? No, well, there's no Bit Greg no here show. at the moment, so... There's no here. Um, Kurt, if you could just um, show the people, um, the you know, that camera there. Greg, <laughs> not here. Um, running a little bit late. A work emergency. He will make a dramatic entrance as always, yes, though. He will we'll, be coming uh, hear his in. voice soon, we hope. That's right. I think there was maybe a plumbing emergency or... I don't know. Who, who knows what sort of emergency, but there was something he had to sort out that only Greg could do. But that's fine. We are here now. Backchat underscore basketball. On Instagram, uh, this is the best place to get in contact with us. Or you can email hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. Episode every Wednesday afternoon slash evening, except for one week in the middle. Because, you know, with our Backchat show, we're having about a month off. But with this show, basketball just doesn't stop. No, no. It's very rude of it, isn't it? Over summertime. I know. Yeah, don't get a break. But we will have one week off. Yes, that's right. Recharge, watch lots of basketball. And exactly. the best part is when we come back, we'll have the Boxing Day games to discuss. That's the right. The NBL will be kicking into gear. Mm-hmm. And it's really going to get going in the new year. So I can't wait. And you'll be in, you'll be going to Melbourne as well. I am. Yeah, I we're am. sort of... We're, well, when I say we... Um, it mainly you are spreading out um, across the country, and you'll be tuning in. Well, not tuning in. You'll be beaming in live. I will. The beam will be up, and I'll yeah, be the, like the back beam. chat correspondent from Melbourne. So that's right. You're actually going over a couple of weeks before me, though, to go and see Sir Dirk in the that's flesh, right. aren't you? The Goat Father. He will be there. Um, him and I just hanging out. I've booked. Um, <laughs> he's there for one night. Um, I booked five just in case there's time for you know hanging out. A fair Did you bit. book a spare room in your apartment for him to come and spend the night? That's right. Yeah, I'm sure. Actually, no, I'm staying with a friend, so I have to. <laughs> I'll have to ask my friend your if he's going to live on the street for a Can couple Dirk of days. Can Dirk come too? <laughs> oh boy. Um, there was a game today. Well, there was a, there was a few games today. One. Um, wasn't great. The Golden State Warriors v. Uh, who did they play? I'm going completely blank. Played the Bucks. It played was the good Bucks. For my MVP pick. It was good for your MVP pick. Um, Giannis was on something else. Um, one thing I do want to take from that. It was a bit of a boring game, a bit of a nothing game. But Draymond got a got a fan kicked out of the stadium. I feel like it's not the first time Draymond's done that as well. But apparently, what I read later is that the person was making. Um, threats to his life, to Draymond's life. And so Draymond calls a referee over, points to a guy, um, and the security escort him out. So Interesting. The Milwaukee fans can be pretty rowdy. Mm. I've had the uh, pleasure of getting to Milwaukee. They're good fans sometimes and a bit over-the-top others. So yep. there must have been something in the water in Milwaukee today because I, I saw Steph Curry going nuts. Yep. Steve Kerr got a technical foul as well. I think the Warriors had five techs and they got blown yep. out. So... 
They will like not have Charles Barkley. I don't think they'll be going back to Milwaukee anytime soon. Yeah, you know that meme where there's like the two girls and one of them pointing really angrily, and the other picture is the cat. Um, the two girls like pointing angrily. I feel like is a perfect embodiment of Steve Kerr and Steph Curry today. <laughs> they were just very angry. And to be honest, I didn't watch that part of the game, so I'm not sure what they're upset about. I think he thought he got fouled on a three or something. But that's what happens. Well, um, let's mate. Maybe it was the Milwaukee weather. It can get cold in that place. And coming from San Francisco, no offence to my uh, Bucks friends out there, but it's not a place you want to spend a lot of time. No. The NBA announced today or overnight that the awards that they hand out at the end of the year will be given cute little names. So no longer is it just the MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, Sixth Man of the Year, and the most improved. Um, Now they've all got, you know, cute names. So MVP, the Michael Jordan Trophy, seems... That one makes sense. Yeah, that sort of if makes sense. He's going to name a trophy after the best player of all time. The mm. MVP one makes sense. Yes, that's Some right. Some of these that we're going to go through, like the last one on our list here. Yes, but we so haven't sure we haven't announced. Mean. I haven't said that there is one more new award that will be in there as well. But we'll get to that at the end. The defensive player of the year will now be called the Hakeem Olajuwon Trophy. Again, makes sense. I think he's the best defender that doesn't have a name after or award after his name already. Yep. Bill Russell has his. Tim Duncan's probably too fresh out of the game mm, to get That was something. the argument with, with um, I think he's had all, uh, sorry, more all-defensive team nominations, um, Tim Duncan, over Hakeem. Um, but, you know, Hakeem is leg- a legacy name. And I think, too, Hakeem has a sexier, for lack of a better term, name yep. in basketball circles. Tim mm-hmm. Duncan probably had a better career, but he's not held up in such a stink, yep. is he, after spending 20 years in San Antonio under yep. a team that we know doesn't like to do fun things from the no, outside. No, just Mr. Sta- uh, Mr. Stable could be, you know, if there's like a Stable Guy Award, maybe we could name that Tim Duncan Award. Um, Rookie of the Year, Wilt Chamberlain Trophy. I, I, I don't really have any strong thoughts about this one. but See, either did I. I'm going to look this up now. Until I had a look at his rookie stats when yeah, he was right. a rookie, he averaged like, I'll get this up now, like yeah, 30 please. and 27 okay. or something as a rookie. Yeah, I think that was when there was no three in the key. No, um, and he played all 48 <laughs> minutes and... What did he do? He played 46 minutes per game, yep. averaged 37 points a game, <laughs> and 27 rebounds a game. Oh, my gosh. So, okay. look, fair play. That was in 1960, different yes. time with a different shot clock and the like, but pretty decent stats, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, there were decent stats, but still, I wonder how that would translate to today's game. I mean, I'm not sure you'd have the the same absolute dominance, but sure. You, you can only name something after an award that you have stats for, and we have the stats for that. You can't take that away from him. The uh, six man of the year. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I think with these awards now, we're getting to the point where the NBA had a list of names that they wanted to attach to awards. Exactly. And they just shoehorned it in. Like, mm. I'll uh, steal your thunder here, the six man of the year with John Havlicek. Yep. Great player. Had a tremendous career coming off the bench. But you kind of just get the feeling, don't you, that the NBA just wanted to shoe on his name into an award? Uh, yes. When 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 I think of six man of the year, I think of like Jamal Crawford, Manu Ginobili. I know these are newer names, but um, they would have. But John, yeah, I don't know. It's like you said. I think they're just trying to. Manu was the one for me, right? Because he played in this era where he actually had to sacrifice and come off the bench. Yes, he could have started on any team. Like no offense to Havlicek, but in the sixties, the seventies, the eighties. The league wasn't as deep, so you had better players coming off the bench. That's right. Where Manu actually took the sacrifice, put his side first, and came off the bench. Yep, that's right. Um, you might be hearing a garage door <laughs> slowly rise. That is Greg Hire coming in. Um, with uh, Yep, it is Greg. There we go. I can see through a bit of the curtain. Um, so that's the sixth man of the year of the ward. We'll just keep talking while he gets himself set up there. 
Um, hello, Greg. How are you? Mate? Yeah, hello. very good. Um, we're just talking through the new basketball um, awards um, that the NBA is uh, putting out and how they've attached some names to them. So we've gone through them all. MVP, Michael Jordan Trophy, Defensive Player of the Year, Hakeem Olajuwon, Rookie of the Year, Will Chamberlain, Sixth Man of the Year, John Havlicek. Um, most improved, George Meekin, McCann. Mikan. Mikan. George Mikan, like the Lakers guy that wore the glasses. Yeah. It's a deep yeah, cut. He is now, yeah. w- w- they've now named the most improved player of the year award um, after him. Uh, so, again, is that there must have been some crazy jump in his stats, maybe, Ben, that you could give us a reason <laughs> why he's. Basketball reference can uh, answer this. Yeah. But it's such a weird award, most improved. It is. It's yeah. so arbitrary in terms of who gets that. He averaged 28 and 11 as a rookie. Okay, <laughs> so, so he averaged forty five and twenty. And yeah, he must have. So he averaged, averaged. He actually averaged the most points of his career as a rookie. And he's got. He went downhill from there. So he was most improved. There's <laughs> got to be a reason for selection. that. Someone who knows it's not us. Now this is the last new award, uh, the Clutch Player of the Year. Oh wow! You don't. Are you just hearing this for the first time? Yeah, I knew. I saw the Jordan one. Yes, because there was a, like a lot of like. Um, which I'm obviously not opposed for. Like, I love it. But I was I was like, you know, all the LeBron lovers and stuff, they're going to be yep. up in arms regarding this. And mm. um, But no. That's, um, there you go. So, new clutch player, Jerry West Trophy. Mm. Um, what? I feel like this is uh, like we're just handing out awards for everything. Yeah. Like, yep. don't get me wrong. I think it's enticing. What, what do, you, do you know what you're getting? Like The, the award? It's yeah. like a glass. It looks like a big a whiskey glass. Okay. Well, if it's got whiskey, it's in like it, a really, <laughs> it's like a really tall whiskey glass with a gold oh, well, thing. Oh, that's that, like But I the trophy. Yeah, I don't know if the trophy makes it. To be honest, I think it's more the the. Well, honors. if it's tangible and you can use it, I'd be all for it. Yeah, if you could drink out of it, sure. Yeah. I don't think you can. Um, so they're the the new award names. Um, one thing that I did see, like, I wonder if they could ever change these now because no. Right, so like, could there be a LeBron? Like, are they just gonna have to shoehorn LeBron an award in like yeah, twenty the years' worst time? Of the, year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guy that crumbles uh, in playoffs awards, yeah. the most overrated player award. Yes, overrated. Oh, I sense there's an agenda coming from Greg here. <laughs> Doesn't like LeBron. Um, although JJ Barea did shut him down in the two thousand finals. So um, there is that. So they're they're the new awards. Um, anything else? Uh, so who who? Can we say who's going to win it? Sure, let's go through now. So MVP, um, probably Giannis, given that yes. their team yeah. record is it. Well, I just his team is not bringing good. the goods. The team's not good enough. Team's not good enough. You need to have a good record. Okay, and, and Giannis the, is better. It, it, so I'm going to say Jason Tatum. Yep, he is potentially. Maybe I reckon it's a one-two-three <laughs> between <laughs> like these. He'll, he'll get it though because there's so many Boston media-centric people that vote on the award. Yeah, and I feel like he, that it's like. Nurkic, uh, so Jokic, not Nurkic. <laughs> also, yeah. but yep. Jokic, like it's like he has to uh, like some time. It goes nuts, like another level. Where I think like Tatum's like an up and coming star, and if they get the NBA best record, there you go. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, defensive player of the year, Giannis. Giannis. <laughs> yeah, I think so as well. Giannis. Yep. Has he done the double yet? He did it the second time he won MVP. Yeah, he there won you go. both. Yep. Oh, I can't, there's oh, no Paul no. Banchero. Mm, nice pronunciation. I can never get that one right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Yep, not defensive. Uh, yep. No, no, for yeah, Rookie of the Year. Chamberlain Trophy. 
Yeah, the Will Chamberlain. Tra- I, I, I tell you what, I'm not calling him by or these names. Benedict, Ma- uh, what's his Mathurin? name? Mathurin. Cumberbatch. Yeah, Cumberbatch. <laughs> He's Doctor Strange. Yeah, that's incredible. Uh, okay, and then Six Man's intriguing. Do you want to know the funniest thing about Six Man? I've got the odds up here. Okay, Guess good. who's favourite for Six Man On of the Blue Year? Bet, obviously. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'll say Blue um, <laughs> Six Man. I uh, no idea. No. No, because Jordan Poole was up there, but like. Yeah, who, who I think overrated on a bad team. Overrated, overrated on, on a bad, bad team. Not Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is uh, indeed yes. the favourite for six man of the year at two dollars eighty. There oh, we go. Yeah. Which is incredible. Because okay. Russell should not be winning any awards this year. Oh, oh. Look, at, look at this agenda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a LeBron hater and a I'll have Westbrook a bet hater. about we'll have a talk after this okay. about my multi that I had last year. That was I was okay. definitely gonna be a shoe in, but yeah, go Great. ahead. Great. Uh, most improved. Um Shaggy Aldous. Uh, yeah, but I don't know if he was like yeah bad enough last season. Yeah, to like four ball is one. Like he's having a yeah, solid year, v- like, but he did nothing. So it's like Halliburton's doing well, leading the league in assists with the paces as well. It's like when you're when you're already like a bona fide stud. It's like Ja Morant won it last year, right? And I find that so weird. Like where, but what do you think is harder, going from reserve player to? Role player, bona fide or going from superstar. like starter to like top five MVP because that's what Morant did last year. He was fringe all star and went to like MVP contention. Mm. That's a big mm. jump. Um, I'm just going to jump straight to clutch player of the year, Damian Lillard. Well, early he was, yeah. Um, it's such a bad award. They were just. I heard on another podcast they were discussing whether or not it could be a defensive. Why are you, li- why are you listening to other podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> Fill my time with something. Yeah. Um, is like, could they be a defensive clutch player? So yeah. someone who always you know guards the best player at the end. But even that, poor Jerry West, he's been the logo for so yeah. long. So what's the bet? They changed the logo to Kobe now, and poor Jerry West is going to get. You think that's up. the agenda? Well, how can he be the have an award name and be the logo? I don't think the NBA would want him Ooh, having both. Conspiracy theorist mm. Ben, okay. which is a bit of a downgrade, I think, going from the logo to Clutch Player of the Year award. Mm, okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to Kobe being the logo or Dirk with a fadeaway. Yeah, more iconic move. <laughs> well, that's yeah. the to one LeBron might have his eyes on. He's like, "Oh, get me out of this league and make yeah. me the logo." Yeah. Um, let's. Uh, there was one other NBA thing I wanted to talk about. But maybe I've forgotten about it. That's okay. Um, should we talk about some NBL? Because oh. you guys had a big moment uh, last week. What? what day was it? Yeah. Friday. Um, no, Monday. It was Monday. on Monday. Yeah, it's two Brisbane days ago. Brisbane lost again. Who? That was the big moment you're Who talking did? about, right? Brisbane. Brisbane lost again. Yeah, of <laughs> course. The coach got sent free. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's go straight to Perth because we're here. Well, and uh, Brad, probably the, the wildest finish, um, one of the wildest finish I've ever seen on TV. But you guys are actually there mm. in the arena. And I saw you go and skit so down by the sidelines. Oh, it was. Uh, I had the pleasure of uh, being sideline commentator or expert analysis, whatever it may be, on the broadcast. Expert, and yep. unreal. Like, uh, I remembered going to the huddle at like 45 seconds of the Wildcats and like looking and like, I think they made a couple of subs. Mitch Norton was not a happy man. Like, Todd Blanchard was not happy. It was like, sort of like, yeah, we've lost and this is going to really uh, create some sig- significant inroads into our season. To then, like, um, obviously Bryce hits that three and I'm like, yeah, well, it's a five-point game. Like, still nothing. Yep. To then being in the headset and they're like, who do you got? Like, we've got two interviews. Uh, player, who's your foot, foot locker player of the game? And I'm, like, debating because I'm like, oh, I reckon Shaili, like, yep. Moss not on the board. He's made some massive plays. And, but they're going XRM. So we're like, okay, two guys. I'm like, two, three things I'll ask them, no dramas. To then being there where like Todd hits that shot and I'm like, 
okay, I'm walking back thinking it's still there's no chance in the world that they could make this comeback to then the ball going up to being on the headset like, change your MVP, like <laughs> Corey Webster yep. is the Foot Locker player. It was uh, like, I mean, I've obviously been a part of a number of wild games, but to in that context, I don't think I've ever been involved or seen or been there. Like there's been dumb plays. Bryce Cotton uh, fouling someone on a three-point shot in Cairns. Oh my gosh. Like, and you're shooting from like halfway right, yeah. from half court. Yeah. Correct, like dumb. But like... We still won. There's yep. nothing in a moment like that for like uh, Cedric Jackson hitting a, a three quarter court shot. Like that was literally like Tracy McGrady style, mm. where um, the most boneheaded plays I've ever seen. Like, and I, I just sat there in utter disbelief. I had the pleasure of dropping off my children the next morning and saw Jesse Wagstaff drop off his daughter, and I just looked and I was like, "Can you believe it? You won?" He's like, "No." Nah. And he's like, winning is so much better than losing. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So it it's well, let's, nuts. Can we let's let's go. go. So obviously, um, everyone would have seen the final shot, no, but it didn't hope. start there because yeah. Travers makes a very clutch play. Like it hits. It's Luke Travers' second half, and I I sometimes there's this bias that comes aside because I said some outlandish tweet two years ago comparing saying that. Uh, LT was better than uh, Josh Giddy and Mojave King. Okay, still outlandish. Way better than he's better than Mojave King. Not good as Josh Giddy, yep. but hey, there's another individual that pumps up people's tires, and I just wanted to get some positive spin on him, and it yep. worked. So okay. there you go. But go on, yes, yeah. So and and sidebar was this the game that the Cavs GM was in? He, down he, down this week. he was delayed though, so he missed the flight. He thought oh, did he? Yeah, so he wasn't there on Monday. Uh, right. He'll be there on Friday. He was supposed to arrive in at three o'clock, and the flight was delayed when did he ever think that was like he was going to get there in time arrive at three like and then go straight, straight to the game like it's an international flight so like, welcome, yes. welcome to Qantas oh like yeah. even when I got told I was like he didn't want to miss the last two Cavs games so he like left straight I was like that was never going to happen right so. so I well I thought he was going to be in, in attendance and, and Travis first half I was thinking oh, oh man bad first half to show you <laughs> oh, show your other I would have had a better opportunity of getting a gig <laughs> first, first half I was like yeah but, second half but is his second, second half so um, is that probably the first play we should start with in terms of the little mini comeback well, not mini comeback, the comeback. Um, so there was an inbound play. Yep. Um, Luke Travers is is not guarding the man on the ball. Uh, he's, he's guarding the guy who's about to receive the ball and gets a clutch steal. Yeah, Runs yeah, down the yeah, court, yeah. dunk. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. then what happened next? You got it in front of you, Ben. I do. It was just bad from Melbourne, wasn't it? You can go through all of this. That While that was a great play from Travers, like, that should not be happening. You should no. be not get, getting that turnover. No. And that pass from XRM, it's funny, it's got bad pass here on the notes. It was just a bad pass. If you're going to turn it over, eat it. Get a five-second yeah. call. Or throw it into the corner. Yeah, correct. Like, eat it. Even absorb it. Like, why? Yeah. 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 I'd, yeah horrible. But even, like, again, we'll get to it now, but, like, fouling Blanchfield, again, like, all you have to do is keep your hands down and not contest that so shot. When, and nothing look, bad can happen. But it went, it, did it not go Bryce Cotton three? Then Goulding makes two. No, so, yeah, Cotton made the three, and yep. then the... Travis Steel, turnover. Yeah, he missed the thing. Shaley, Bryce Cotton, Todd Blanchard fouled, and then yeah, at the yes. end. So Goulding made two free throws. Yes. They were up five with eight seconds left. Yeah, and then they fouled Blanchfield for whatever reason on that three point shot. And that, it was a um, they didn't give him a space to land, right? Yeah, 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 yeah correct. So yeah, Shaley to contest, didn't give him space yeah, to land. Yeah. So then four point play opportunity. And I don't even think he. He purposely missed it. No, so that was <laughs> I, I went back and watched it because I I didn't look at it live. He didn't even move. 
Yeah. <laughs> just came right to him. So he so he, he launches the three, goes down the four point play opportunity, and immediately they're all looking to John yeah, Lilly. Yeah, they're yeah, saying, yeah. What do we Yeah, yeah I was do on the sideline trying to like So did yeah. you hear did John say to miss? He 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 didn't say miss. Like he like and and Bryce was there just like I think uh, as like the outlet pass. There certainly wasn't like I'm I'm pretty sure they were all expecting a timeout and then we'll foul and then we'll have another yeah, opportunity. Yeah. Like he like usually, and there's like usually a call. Like uh, when we would have it, it would be like uh, not saying "Hey, miss it!" Like uh, black. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it it seemed too good of a shot to it miss. It did, but there was so it, much time left too. There was seven seconds. Correct. Left. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So no you, way so they would have missed you, that. You, and and what you can do as well in that situation, just similar to what Dean Vickham was saying in the time. Uh, sorry, Chris Goulding was saying, do not play for the foul. Like. Refs are so like, oh well, this is exciting. Like, we'll yeah, yeah. we want to get involved. It yes. was hilarious. Like, uh, go back like that whole play, and then obviously XRM not boxing out like a no. yeah the cardinal sin of like not boxing out the free for a guy. But like Todd literally like the ball, he didn't even take a step. The <laughs> ball lands in his hands. He's like, oh okay. Uh, two things that are super comical about how this all finished up. One uh, interviewed Corey straight after the game, and I was like, mate. Um, talk to me through about this like how do you feel and he's like to be completely honest when I made the shot I didn't know we were in the lead he didn't even know that right. they were down two <laughs> he thought they were going overtime so I was like geez maths definitely <laughs> in strong suit and I said that he didn't he clearly yeah. English because he just was looking at me like okay yeah. I'm not sure if what you're saying but as I walked off Michael Allen the referee who I've got like Really good, uh, strong uh, relationship with, and like it's easy. Did he give you a wink? Go there, you go, Greg. There's Quality humor. He literally, they were like laughing, and and Aylan was like, "You couldn't have not scripted it any better way." Like that is crazy, and I was like, oh, "As a referee," but it was like yeah, because the fans a, would not be happy. No, here, but man. like as a ref, it wasn't in his, in his hands. It's like not like he yeah, made poor, poor decisions. Like every single no one, not one part. Like you could go, oh, like the turnover or like the there yeah. was a dubious yeah. call. You know, like sometimes. There's, we've been on the lucky end of that, right? Like fortunate, and, and yeah. he would just walked out, going like, "Wow, what a crazy end. like eight points, or I mean, six points in eight seconds, like yes, wild, eleven in forty-five. It was you incredible. Know, quick maths. You're scoring 140 a quarter if you're on those <laughs> ratios. Like yeah, it really ridiculous. was a PhD from United, wasn't it? Uh, Had to yeah. throw a game away, and yeah. it just leaves me asking now: Are the Wildcats good? I don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I look. I look at it and and I go like, I mean, Melbourne like just lost to Illawarra, and so like Melbourne play really well. Like their form against the Wildcats, they, they won the joke. last seven in Perth. That's crazy. I, Before when, that, when that was said, I was like, well, clearly because I haven't played uh, in three years. So, <laughs> That's um, seven games never yeah. happened. But yeah, no. Um, like and like Isaac Humphries and Chris Goulding and and that. But like I think this is like we seems like a broken record every week. I say, oh. This week, like New Zealand's a, a pretty good test, and I'm always like, you know, very good. Momentum is an incredible thing, and now you're already seeing like Corey Webster's is playing really good basketball, which they need at the start of the year. They seem happy. Yeah, Bryce is, but there's still like a lot of question marks around. I look at like uh, Mitch Norton and Todd Blanchfield, who are critical pieces. Like uh, for me, uh, Norto doesn't isn't given an opportunity to show what he really needs to do like uh, he, his presence isn't on the offensive end never has been yep. so like let him be a bull terrier like you know let him uh, dive in a few loose balls like that but they're not doing that and I think that's where you go like they're playing great basketball but can Corey Webster sustain it and even like Manic and Thomas like and then you go this is the thing if LT plays how he did in the second half they'll win a championship uh, I'll say that. that that's easy done like he had 
Zero points, one rebound. No, two, maybe two, one rebound, one assist at halftime. Yep. He ends up with 11 points, six boards, uh, four assists, three steals, and a block. Yeah, a very clutch steal as well. Yeah. And, yeah. and steals, deflections, like his activity, mm. like he changed it. And massive, I think he made an incredible like pass to someone streaming down transition, maybe Majok or someone like a, a coast-to-coast layup. Yep. Again, quick mouse in a half. If he does that again, he's averaging 22 and 12. That's yep. pretty good, you know. So. Perfect. Six, but not thirty-six. <laughs> Tell really has just said screw it. He's got his best player starting the game now. There's no more playing around with getting yeah. good players off the bench. He's clearly just gone to his best five. Yeah. But I've got to be honest, the back end of this roster does not look no. like it's, oh, it's up a to lot standard. Of, a lot I, of away I, games. They're gonna to have to rely on their core players playing thirty five minutes a night to win big playoff games. And I don't think that's sustainable. And that's yeah. what I'm saying, like you you you've beaten so this is where you got to go like now this like the next group pace you've beat Adelaide who like they've been all teams that are at bottom of the ladder and bar the New Zealand game but again that took a, a Corey Webster like incredible effort now if they can continue to do it that, yeah there's no doubt but they still need like you need a Thomas and a Manic to start like giving you some something more and you're right because that depth is an issue Yep. All right. Let's go going. Um, uh, I want to talk about the Sydney Kings <laughs> coach, Chase yeah. Buford. <laughs> now, oh, I love this. You love it? Okay. So I'm going to, um, you don't have headphones in, but you are very clear in what he says, yeah. as has been. Um, uh, Kerrit, if you could just play, this is from the press conference after they lost to the Tasmania Jack Jumpers earlier this Monday, uh, Sunday or something. Sunday was the loss. Yeah. So it would have been straight off the game, right? Yeah. So yeah. All right. Yeah, honestly, I haven't watched a, a ton, um, so I, don't, I can't tell you about their season very much. Pretty impressed with what you saw tonight, all that. Sure, I mean, yeah, they were they were good. Again, like they could have made some more shots, and they probably have been better. But like, I'm I'm way more disappointed with us than I am impressed with them right now. He just uh, finished there. I'm way more um, <laughs> disappointed with us than I am impressed yeah. with them. So the, there was a, a, a journal there, um, Brent Costello, yes, um, who asks, you know, what do you think of the Tassie Jumpers? What have you thought of them this this season? And he said, says, I haven't watched a ton, so I can't tell you about their season very much. <laughs> like, just, just gave him donuts. Um, what are your thoughts? Because uh, I'll just fire it quickly. I, like, it seems just like a bit of a, I don't know, a bit of a dick thing to say. You, you don't need to. He, I understand the sentiment, but, like, it, all it sounds like is that you're a head coach of a basketball team and you haven't even been watching your opponent. Yeah, it's, um, one, he's lying. He's yes, definitely of course. watching uh, yeah. the clip. I think, look, in saying that, he's an emotional guy and he wears his heart on his sleeve. I don't like, as a coach, like, do I look at that and go, like, I don't, it's a dick move, no doubt. Like, it's not who we are as people. But in saying that, like, for me, it's he, he played, the Sydney Kings play this hill card well. Like, let everyone continue hating on you, like, in that way. Yeah. Like, um, I, I, and I love that. Uh, he's happy enough to do that. Like he's not trying to get mates in in that regard. They're very insular, you know. Like even to what they're, you can see this. Like even what they did during the week with their player announcement. Like uh, they uh, leaked it to Olgan about some Christmas Day signing, and then you know you could see the comments. Like people were like up in arms. Yeah. Like Sydney Kings, yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys are the flogs, and yeah. like. Even that, I was like, man, like, what is going on? Who is, I'm intrigued by the signing and then for it to be a Santa thing. And I actually thought, well played. But yeah, that's clever. That's again, cool. it's like people are like, 
you guys are wankers and that's the card they deal. Um, obviously, a little bit of saltiness like in that way. Yeah. What I would have, it's always in that way and which is always a, a thing more compelling is like why was there not a player there like, um, you know, in that setting, like remove all the players and then let the coaches go full hell for lever and, and let yeah. them do that because I always think it's really awkward like yeah. uh, players are in there and they, they've got to be subdued like, you know, in that regard. Yeah. Um, but I... What I felt was uh, what I liked more was just the, the little bait by Brett Brancastello. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think he gave him something and then like went and then he obviously like tweeted it like this oh, is my yeah. response. He knew, he knew what he had there. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, because Tassie um, and Sydney have this obviously the grand final, but they actually have this little animosity like social media wise where they go on each other. So, right. <laughs> pardon me, I actually, <coughs> pardon me. Don't mind it. Um, okay. Not the response I would have given, but yeah. Yep. See, I love it. I yeah, love the you response. would too. <laughs> 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 I've been carrying water for the Sydney Kings for years. That's mate. right. Poor Smith and me go way back. You love him, don't you? I yeah. do, but I love the confidence and it's like he doesn't care what Tasmania do because he knows deep down if Sydney play their best, yeah. they're beating Tasmania Are every they, week. Though? They are. Okay. okay. I think so. If they I play, still think there's question marks on that, that lineup. See, I don't trust Tassie to get back to the grand final this year. Mm, yeah, yeah. And if yeah. it comes down to it, I think Sydney has got their number covered. And I agree, there's a bit of a rivalry going here. Yeah. But until Tassie beats Sydney in the playoffs, I don't think... I have to see it before I believe it. So circling back to this, I just like it, what he was saying. And he's probably telling a bit of a fear. I'm sure he's watched some. <laughs> Mate, he's but watched hours of I'm going to call Fleur McIntyre straight <laughs> up for this, uh, who's the assistant coach. And I'm going to say... How much film has he watched? Like, yes. if every coach, like, yeah, so. Yeah, but you know what coaches are like. They watch Absolutely. for the opposition, but they're focusing on their team, their no, process, their system and the like. So, again. He loves fish and chips. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't be friends. Just uh, go yeah. out there, win games I, and I tell have you, some banter. Uh, what, what this is showing, though, and if any year, if the Wildcats had this year and any other year, they would be down at the bottom of the table and there is, like, nothing done. The parity of the league is quite unique. Like, not one team, even when you look at that, I still go... Yep, absolutely. Stack Sydney team. If they play their best, you've got uh, Dejan Vasilovic, who's an absolute stud, who currently is just a little bit down on, on what he's currently playing. At, and Xavier Cooks is an absolute beast. And Derek Walton, all these guys. And then I go, but Team Suarez is like the issue. Like If they had Jarrell Martin, I'm like, oh, dollar two at Blue Bet, put that on. Like, you're not, you're yeah. not, you're going. And that's the thing. Not There hasn't been, like, compared to any other year, there's always been two clubs that have, like, pinched them away and you're, like, high likelihood. Yeah. Even, like, last year, like, Melbourne United were going to make the finals with Sydney, right? And Tassie going a bit of a Cinderella story. Helps that Chris Goulding gets hurt in that last game. But whatever, mm-hmm. right? This, this, like, year is very unique where yeah. that, uh, even now, yet Wildcats, and because they're playing, six, but Adelaide, like, it's only two, like look at what the Wildcats were, and now like they could be jumping in, and cans are on fire, and then now people are like, ah, oh, I don't believe them. Like it's a very, which is good for the league, right? Yeah, it's it all is. up and down. Um, let's go one last thing before we have to quickly finish up. Um, there was a quite a strange donuts. donuts. This is what happens when uh, South East Melbourne score a hundred; they get donuts. Right. There's a little bit of backstory <laughs> to this. All right. So, um, okay. So there was a, an interesting press release that was. Um, uh, released, I guess, as as they do by the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Um, ben, you got it. You're on that sort of mailing list as a, a media member of the NBL. Do you oh. want to just read out? Um, it was one of the most odd things I've seen. If you want to read out just like one paragraph of it, it's up there for the craziest press release you'll ever see. So I think this is my favourite paragraph from it. Most of the noise around the Phoenix from the external media 
emphasis on external, screams doubt. And here's a quote. Their bench does not produce enough energy. Their defense is suspect. And they haven't been tested by the good sides yet. The loudest voices point to the team's defense and how it hasn't improved in three years, which is simply an incorrect and lazy analysis. Now, that is something you'd expect to hear from a 12-year-old on Twitter. <laughs> Hold Not- on. I, sorry, I've completely... When I saw South East Melbourne, I thought we were talking about Simon Mitchell's um, press where he was talking about we're going no, to play to the end. This so came I out on, their, on no. their letterhead from their media and PR team. They wrote that. Yeah, what that for? What's the context? Because <laughs> they wanted to was, silence the doubters. Was that the title of I the think press so. release? Yeah, silencing the doubters. So they just thought, you know what, we're feeling a bit disrespected by everyone. <laughs> Let's write up like a, a big F you to everyone else and just release it. And that's when and that's, did um, press releases become opinion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why it's just so strange. Like it's so bad. I was saying to Ben before every press release I wrote when I was at the Wildcats was like, "Greg High will be available." For yeah, media no. at eleven o'clock <laughs> yes. and that basketball yeah, center. Big news, or like. You know, a new signing and, and yeah. pump up the signing yeah, a little absolutely. bit. Or, I don't know, like a, an yeah. event. Uh, a new, Perf, Perf Walker's break game. membership record. Yeah. 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 yeah, but not like, you know what, I'm sick of everyone. <laughs> 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 it was so strange. But um, uh, maybe we'll, we'll chuck a little bit up on our um, social media channels, which is backchat underscore basketball <laughs> uh, on Instagram. And again, you can email us, hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. Now, this is our second last episode. Next week, Ben won't be here, but you will be here. Like, yeah. It'll be you and me and one other person yes. trying for potentially speak to Mitch Norton because he just come off the back of uh, 300 games. Done. We'll get him. And he fo- started following me on Instagram, so I sent him a text. And so we'll, right. we'll get you that. Do I, you do know I know. Like, do you know him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Him? Oh, yeah. okay. Well, you know, it might be a case that you're not yeah. even here, so who knows? No, I'll be here. Um, well, I might be late, but I'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to finish this. One more episode of the year, and then we'll be back. Done. Easy. That episode from Backchat Studios lives on the ACAST Creator Network. If you want to sign up as a patron or access all of our merch, head to backchatpodcast.com.au.